listening to The Currency Welcome. I'm Mike Gaston. I'm your host. And today I'm going to fly solo. I'm going to take a few minutes. I want to share something with you that I've been meaning to share for a while. I want to take you through the experience I had with a video that went viral a few months ago on YouTube and share that experience with you. I want to tell you a little bit about that experience, how I how I had this happen of a video that hit over 800,000 views. Uh, I ended up picking up like 11,000 new subscribers to my channel and it got a lot of momentum around that thing. I want to share the story behind that and then give you a few things, a few lessons that I learned from that experience in the hopes that it might help you if you are a content marketer, maybe you have a business, you need to get the word out there, trying to build an audience. I just want to share these experiences because maybe, just maybe, my experiences will help you. So let's jump into it. So here's the thing, back in, I want to say, early November, I had a YouTube channel for about two years I launched it in, I want to say 2018, beginning of 2018, and I hit it pretty hard, put a lot of videos out, and then in 2019, I kind of had to slow down a little bit because, well, I have work to do, and I was was spending so much time putting uh, YouTube videos together that pretty much everything else was falling behind. I just kind of let things slide. I was, you know, I was doing my client work, but that was about it, and my personal life... uh, my finances, all that stuff. I just kind of like let it go while I was making YouTube videos. And I wanted to deep dive initially because I thought that'd just be a good experience. Anyway, fast forward 2019, I had to back off a little bit. And as I got towards the end of 2019, I thought, okay, you know, I've only put out a handful of videos this year. I still really am committed to this channel and I want to put out some great content. And I really haven't uh, realized my vision or dream for this channel even remotely. So let me re-engage it. So what I did is I sat down, Now at this point I probably had about 50, 60, I probably had about 60 videos already out, 60 plus videos, and I spent some time going through my videos and trying to figure out like which ones did better than the others and is there something common between all these videos. And I put a handful of different styles out. I've done vlog style videos, I've done very informal you know, sharing tips and tricks. I've shared some entrepreneurial things. I've done more formal, you know, kind of like scripted presentations to the camera with supporting graphics. None of them that good because quite honestly, anybody who's getting started with this kind of stuff, you just stink. You know, you're not that great. You put your best effort uh, out there and you just move on to the next one in the hopes that you're going to get better and better. And that was my experience. If you, and please don't, but if you go to my YouTube channel, and if you want to check it out, it's just it's youtube.com forward slash Mike Gaston TV. Uh, and I think Mike Gaston wasn't available. I don't know if I had a channel a long time ago and they just won't give me that username. But anyway, if you go and look, you'll see that, um, you know, I was trying different things and and uh, experimenting a little bit and and finding my voice and style. And I'm still working on that. All right, so I'm sitting there and I'm going through these 60 plus videos and I notice like, okay, uh, you know, mixed reviews. None of my videos were doing that great. At the time, I think I had about 635 subscribers total. And I might put a video out there, maybe 25, 50, 60, 70 people watch that video. The channel had lost its momentum. Uh, My subscribership was not that active. And um, although there were some people out there like my buddy Shane, Shout out to you, Shane. Props, my brother. You're always there for me. I appreciate it. But um, the channel was just not that active. And so I wasn't really seeing a lot of action. But there were a handful of videos that did really well. And I started looking at these and I thought, you know, these videos have a couple thousand views or more. 
uh, or in the high hundreds. And I thought there's something going on and they did share something in common. And what I realized is videos where I did commentary on a current event, a brand, like for instance, MasterCard uh, came out and did a, a brand refresh, or I maybe commentated on Facebook and my opinion on its uh, health and longevity, or I may have done a video on the firing and, and the retrenching of a bunch of journalists uh, with um, some of the popular digital media companies. So I would do these commentary videos and those seem to strike a chord. And I thought about it. I said, okay, well, there's a few things here. First of all, the thumbnails are different. All the other videos, I always put my mug on the thumbnails and all these commentary videos don't have my face on it. They either have like Mark Zuckerberg's face or, you know, the, the uh, graphics from the MasterCard, it's just very recognizable stuff. And my father did always say that I had a face for radio. <laughs> that was like an ongoing joke with my dad. Oh, I miss my dad. I wish he was here to, to tease me a little bit. Um, but anyway, I'd tease him back, obviously. But the, the ones that did not have my face in the thumbnail seemed to do well. And these were always commentary on a current event. And I think part of that is just that there's a little bit of energy in, at the moment. People are looking for content around a news story. And so if I'm picking up on that and doing a little video, then, you know, people are going to watch at least for a few minutes. So looking at that, okay, if I want to see the channel start to get a little bit more energetic, if I want to see the channel start to grow again, I should do this. I should just keep an eye out for current events, jump in, do a quick video, get it out there and just capitalize on that energy. As you know, or maybe you don't know, YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world owned by the first largest search engine in the world. Google owns YouTube, but all of us are doing this these days. If you're looking for something, you want to update on news, you want to figure out how to install um, a battery into a, into your car, whatever you're trying to figure out, you go to YouTube, you, you search it, and you get a how-to video, you get a commentary video, you get a news story video. Huge search engine. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to kind of capitalize on this. I think this is what's happening with my successful videos, this will re-energize the channel. Maybe I'll pick up, you know, if I can put a video out and pick up five or 10 subscribers per video, that would be amazing. And so that was the plan going forward. Now I happened to notice this was on a Saturday morning and I thought, okay, I'll park that to the side. But later in the day, I realized, oh, you know, just a few days ago, uh, Elon Musk and the kids over at Tesla rolled out the Cybertruck. And this kind of made some noise. And I hadn't really paid attention to it, but I knew it was a news event. My son, Zachary, brought it up to me and said, hey, dad, did you hear about the Cybertruck? What do you think? And I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't really have any opinion. But later that day, I started doing some research. I started watching some videos. I watched the rollout and I started getting my arms around this event. I thought I could do a video on this. So as I was researching, I had a little bit of an insight. I kind of saw it through a different lens. I thought there was a branding angle, a marketing angle on this whole thing that no one was talking about. And so Sunday I shot the video and I literally, I just realized like time is of the essence. Now I didn't know how big this was going to be, but I knew that time was important. If I dragged my feet and once Monday hit, I'd have to do, you know, the work that pays the bills. So I thought I've got to get this thing edited and, and published before I go to bed Sunday night. And so I stayed up till about 1.30 in the morning and edited my uh, little backside off. Had a lot of fun doing it. And the edit's not great. This could be edited so much better as I look back at it. But you know what? I shipped. I got it out there, went to bed, and tried to get some sleep before the day of work. So I got up the next day and had a few hundred uh, views, and that was good. It was okay. 
Uh, I published it to Reddit. I published it to a couple of different places, hoping it would get picked up. I don't have much of a you know fan base on Reddit, so it's not like I'm really well connected there. And as the day went on, not too much. Well, as one day turned into two, this thing started picking up steam and picking up steam and picking up steam. And I was getting comments. And the next thing I knew, this thing was blowing up. Within 24 hours, 48 hours, the video started blowing up and it went nuts. It was nuts. I mean, the views per hour, I don't even remember. I, sh- I, I was just, it was a blur. And of course, we, we went through the Thanksgiving holiday with me just in the comments the whole time. I'm kind of walking around laughing because I've got this video blowing up. I've been wanting to have some, you know, traction with YouTube for two years. I've been putting videos out and not really getting a lot of traction, slow going. You know, every every subscriber felt like it was just like a ground war. Everything was just like scrabble and struggle and strive to get there. And then all of a sudden it just it just blew up. It just opened up. And so I had a lot of fun. I mean, even the trolls, I mean, the comments were great. People are so supportive. They were fantastic. Had a bunch of people troll as well, but that's normal. And I had fun with that. Like I just decided I'm not going to get angry. I'm just going to get as much out of this as I can. I'm going to just dive in the comments and have a ball. And that's what I did. And I had lots of conversations, tons of people subscribing, lots of people you know, saying, oh, this is great content. I, I can't believe you're not a million subscriber channel. It was very great for my ego. And uh, it was just this amazing experience. And it carried on for days and days and days and days. It was just uh, quite quite an amazing thing. Now, it, looking back, I realize um, now, and I didn't know this, but the Tesla kind of fan club, if you will, and I don't mean if there are official Tesla fan clubs, but I mean, like, just the people that are fascinated, interested in Tesla are... It's a huge group, and they're very active online. And uh, what happened was somebody found my video and posted it to Reddit, a subreddit that is for Tesla investors. These are people that invest in Tesla stock or don't, but they're people that are interested in Tesla stock from an investing standpoint. So anyway, they posted that video there. It got picked up. And if you read that Reddit, there's a lot of people like, this guy doesn't know what the heck he's talking about. And other people go, I agree with him. I think he's got a point. But it created a lot of controversy on that subreddit. Then the video got pushed over to the main Tesla Reddit, the, the user's Reddit there, subreddit. And, and it kind of blew up there. So what was happening was my initial publish was getting some traction just on its own within Google or sorry, YouTube search. But then all this outside traffic started coming in and the, and the YouTube algorithm picked up on that. It realized that there was all this traffic coming from Reddit uh, interested in this video. And so, of course, the algorithm being what it is, it said, OK, let's start surfacing this video. Let's start pushing it out there when people are interested in Tesla. And more and more people were watching it. It got tons and tons of engagement, lots of thumbs up and a fair amount of thumbs down, but I think it, it, it's above 90%, I want to say, and it's uh, thumbs up. And because I think I was so active in the comments, I knew that once the comments happened, it wasn't enough just to give people a heart or or a like to their comment. I wanted to engage them. So I spent a hell of a lot of time in there just talking to people and engaging them. And uh, what ended up happening is that all signaled to the YouTube algorithm that this was important content. And so they kept promoting it and it was just kind of this self-perpetuating machine. Now it's eventually died down. I mean, even after, even through Christmas, I mean, it wasn't crazy, but even through the Christmas holiday into the new year, 
there was still a lot of momentum and I was still picking up subscribers. So by the end of the Thanksgiving holiday, getting close to Christmas, I hit 10,000 subscribers and I was like, wow, this is, I didn't even think I, I thought maybe I might get four or 5,000 at the rate this thing was going. And, and then, you know, by just after the new year into uh, January, I had 11,000 subscribers. So, I mean, it, it really had a lot of momentum. So what are a few lessons that I've learned from this going forward? Well, the first lesson is you really have to put a lot of content out there. And I don't mean just throw a lot of stuff up and hope something hits. What I mean is I had to, I had to have a lot of stuff out there. I had to try a lot of different things. I had to explore. Uh, I, had to, I had to know the different options available to me. And the only way to really do that is just to keep putting stuff out there. If you're always worried about creating perfect content, if you're always worried about making sure that you've figured out every little piece of your strategy ahead of time and everything's perfectly crafted, then you're hidebound. You're too stuck and you really don't know what the audience wants. You don't know what's going to work. I mean, what works for me may not work for you, et cetera. You have a different audience, different content, different positions. So my first piece of advice is put a lot of content out there. And once you've done that, that leads to my second piece of advice, which is you've got to look at the data. So the, the reason you want to put a lot of stuff out there, it gives you a chance to explore, experiment, test the market, get feedback. But once you've got a bunch of videos out there, once you've got 50 to 100 videos out there, you can start looking at that body of work and figuring out what do people like, what don't they like, why do they like it, why don't they like it, what works, what doesn't work. I mean, you get the picture. So my second piece of advice is start looking at the data and try to understand where your opportunities are. The third piece of advice I would give you and um, is just to consider how the systems work that you're trying to engage in. There are algorithms, you know, YouTube doesn't let us know, Google doesn't let us know, Twitter, Instagram, all these guys don't let us know how their algorithms work. But there's a lot of conjecture out there. There's a lot of just basic good thinking. You know, a lot of folks have kind of re not reverse engineered, but figured out, look, what they want is to surface good content. And so they're looking for signals. Well, what are some of the signals that we know about? A lot of people with, with big channels on YouTube have tested these things and uh, avail yourself of that. Try to figure out how the algorithm works. And, and as an example, like I knew that if I got a lot of engagement, if I could just stir the pot up a little bit and get people to engage with me, not only would I have a fun time, would I make some new friends and build a little bit of a community, but I'd also be signaling to the YouTube algorithm that like, hey, there's something going on over here and we should probably pay attention and maybe promote it and see what happens. And that's exactly what happened. The last thing I would throw out there as I'm getting ready to wrap this up is to talk about expectations. So coming off of this huge spike, and if you're a if you're a business entrepreneur or you're a, a personal, a brand with a, a person, <laughs> a person with a personal brand, whoever you are, you're going to want something to go viral. And if it happens for you, if you have something that hits my experience, this is just me. Maybe you're more mature or wiser. My experience was this created a certain expectation. I thought going forward, I'm going to have all this momentum. And now I've got this huge audience and everyone's behind me, all this wind in my sails and so I think the next video I put out there, I did a little coverage commentary on the resurgence, the, the, the kind of reopening of the Toys R Us brand. And it's a news story that just popped after I finished this uh, amazing experience with, um, with the Cybertruck video. And what ended up happening is the audience really didn't like it that much. I mean, I, I think I had like after a month, three, 400 views. 
this after having almost nine, you know, 825,000 views. And, and by the way, so I had that video and then very quickly on the heels of it, I had a thank you video. I put another kind of thank you and I put in parentheses Cybertruck. And that one was hugely popular. I mean, that got like 15,000. It got more views than I have subscribers. But I essentially want to say to everybody, hey guys, thank you. You like transformed my life. You've come in here, you've become subscribers. You've been very encouraging and a lot of fun with this. And I just want to, you know, share the gratitude. So those two videos did really well. So I just assume everything I put out there is going to get multiple thousands of views. I had four, 5,000, 10,000 views per video. And the fact of the matter is my videos right now, the good ones are getting, you know, 1,200, 1,100, 1,500 views, which is way lower than I was expecting. Now, I had to remind myself before this all happened, uh, I was happy if I got 100 views. So <laughs> it's all relative. But going through that experience, I just assume now that I had all this momentum. And I think the lesson there is you have to earn each opportunity. It's not just about momentum, that you have to earn each thing that happens. And I thought, well, this huge thing happened. Now I've got this, you know, quote unquote, big audience. It's not 11,000 subscribers is not a big audience in YouTube. I mean, it's not even a, a drop in the bucket. There are people with 100 million subscribers like uh, Felix uh, Chelberg, uh, aka PewDiePie. But, um, you know, for me, that's a big audience. And I thought, well, I've got it. You know, I've got momentum. This just from from I'm just going to start growing from here on out. And the fact of the matter is, uh, I'm not a genius and not every piece of content I'm putting out there people love, obviously. And I'm going to have to earn each really significant, meaningful engagement. And that's kind of encouraging to me. That just tells me, hey, you got to buckle down. You did a great thing. It worked. You didn't realize it was going to work this much. I, I really, I hoped I get a couple thousand views. I wasn't expecting it to do what it did. Uh, but I can take a little bit of credit. I can't take credit for the magnitude of what happened, but I can take credit for doing the work of researching, trying to understand, and then trying to create content based on that understanding. And, you know, I think as long as you're doing that, as long as you're trying to understand your market and you're trying to create content that's true to you, that you're interested in, uh, and you're doing stuff that that, rea that it respects what you're understanding and seeing in the data, then you have a chance, you have an opportunity, and you keep putting that stuff out there. And every so often, you'll find one that hits. And so I thought that I would share this in the hopes that it might be useful to you. I thought it might be an interesting story. And uh, at the most, maybe you can take away some of these lessons for yourself and put together a viral video or a viral piece of content, something that helps you gain and build an audience. Guys, I'm really appreciative for you folks that listen to this podcast on a regular basis. If this is your first time listening, thank you. You know, do me a favor and subscribe. You can find the, the podcast on uh, what is it? Well, I, we're on Google, Apple, Spotify, like anywhere that fine podcasts are provided. It's my favorite thing to say. But hit that subscribe button, leave a comment uh, or a review. It, it lets the platforms know that this is a this is a podcast worth promoting. And uh, if you'd like to get in touch, I always love to interact. You can find me on LinkedIn. Just uh, look for Mike Gaston on LinkedIn. Shoot me a note, invite me to connect with you, maybe personalize a little bit so I know who you are and how you found me. And it'll be nice to open up a relationship with you guys. I love you all, and I'll catch you in the next episode.